When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1518, How to Throw a Kid's Birthday Party Without All the Clutter, by Rose Lounsbury of roselounsbury.com. Hello, everybody. I am your host and narrator, Greg Audino. Happy to have you here once again as we look towards the weekend and reflect on what I hope is a great week for everyone. Now, I've got another parenting post for you today, a really practical, easy-to-follow one about throwing birthday parties for your kids that are clutter-free, and therefore free of more stress as well. So let's jump in and see what author Rose Lounsbury has to say as we optimize your life. How to Throw a Kid's Birthday Party Without All the Clutter by Rose Lounsbury of roselounsbury.com My triplets will turn 13 tomorrow. Yes, I will have three teenagers all at once. Please send your prayers. Now that they're older, they've moved beyond the I want to invite every single kid I know type of birthday party. But I know that many of you mamas are in the midst of the big birthday party season of life, so I thought that this would be a good time to share some things I've learned about throwing a kid's birthday party clutter-free. I used to think that you couldn't throw a big birthday party without acquiring tons of clutter, but it is possible. With some planning and communication, your child's party does not have to be an all-access pass for clutter. I avoided big birthday bashes until my kids were eight, for a few reasons. First, my kid's birthday is in mid-July, often when many families, including ours, are on vacation. Also, since they were out of school, they didn't really have friends on the mind that much. Before age eight, their parties were small gatherings of family friends, often in the backyard, or a big outing with just one or two friends. As my kids got older, things changed. They went to enough big parties to want one for themselves, and they started putting on that full-court big party press. I was triple-teamed, and I knew it was time to figure out how to do a clutter-free big party. So, after years of hosting bashes with lots of kids and very little clutter, I've learned six lessons. Hopefully they'll help you too. Lesson 1. Communicate with your kids. If we're throwing a pricier bash, for example, laser tag or rock climbing where you have to pay per child, we are very clear with the kids, the party is their present. We explain that big parties cost money and we'll happily give them the party as our present to them. The kids are fine with this, but it's because we're very upfront about it. If the venue isn't expensive, for example, a shelter at a local park, we tell the kids that the party won't have presents, but that we will give them presents at home. We usually do birthday presents in the morning when they wake up, similar to Christmas. Again, they're totally fine with this because they know ahead of time. 
We give our kids two to three presents each for birthdays, and this seems to be normal to them because this is the number they're used to. Lesson two, communicate with your guests. If you don't tell your guests what to expect, then they will follow social norms and bring typical kids' presents such as toys and games. So it's up to you to tell your guests as clearly as possible exactly what you want. I always communicate gift expectations on the invitations. If I want no gifts at all, I'll word it something like, This birthday is all about the party, so no gifts, please. Just bring yourself and your party shoes. Say it in a way that feels comfortable to you, but make sure you send the message. If you don't, that mountain of presents is on you, not them. Lesson three, have a gift alternative. Let's face it, kids still love to get gifts on their birthday. And as a Midwestern gal, I was raised to never come to a party empty-handed. So even though I'm a minimalist, coming to a party with nothing to contribute feels awkward. So if you can't imagine a party with no presents, one way to get your child something really special and still satisfy guests' needs to bring a gift is to have everyone chip in for a larger gift, maybe something like a bike or a really cool experience. You can let your guests know ahead of time that this is the plan and that if they'd like to contribute, there will be a place for that at the party. As my kids got older, I found that they loved receiving spending money as gifts. So I often wrote on the invitation, no gifts, please. However, if you feel so moved, the kids would love a $5 contribution to their pool snacks fund. This is very relieving for guests, since it makes it crystal clear what to bring if they want to bring a gift. Plus, $5 in a card is about the easiest gift you can give. I've also heard of parties where each child is asked to bring an age-appropriate wrapped book, and the kids do a book exchange as an activity. I love this idea, as it allows everyone to bring something and take something home. It's a win-win. There are lots of ways to do gift alternatives, so find one that works for you. Lesson four, make the party about the party. I think parties should be about parties. So when I approached my kids' first big party, when they turned eight, I put all the emphasis on the party itself. I let my kids choose the venue, and after much discussion, they settled on laser tag. Somewhat ironic and funny aside, my son Reese, who had played laser tag before, decided on the day of the party that he was afraid to go into the arena. So he spent his entire birthday party in the lobby playing arcade games. Oh, kids. Anyway, I knew that if I wanted my kids' party to not be about stuff, I had to center it around a fun activity. Swimming, squirt guns, obstacle courses, making art, trampolines, etc. are similarly fun activities for kids' birthday parties. Kids' birthday parties should be about making memories, not accumulating stuff. If a party centers on something very engaging for kids to do, the activity becomes the focus, not the gifts. Lesson 5. Ignore gift opening culture. When did we decide that it was fun to sit around and watch a kid open gift after gift? This is often awkward for the child and for the guests since there's a lot of pressure for the birthday kid to respond with appropriate enthusiasm to each present. My friend Angela is from England, and she said that the public gift opening is not a part of the birthday culture in her home country. People still bring gifts, but they're opened later, after the guests have left. This is similar to gift culture at American weddings. If people bring gifts to my kid's party, which, yes, happens, we open them later at home. And of course, we send thank you notes to everyone who came to the party, whether they brought gifts, money, or just their wonderful selves. 
public gift opening is just not part of the party at the Lounsberries. And it doesn't have to be at your parties either. Lesson six, ditch the treat bags. Seriously, can we all just agree that treat bags are artfully packaged clutter? The only things my kids have ever received in a treat bag that did not end up in the trash within a week were edibles. I'm making an honest plea to my fellow parents out there. Stop the treat bag madness. If you feel that you must give a treat bag, might I suggest some mostly clutter-free alternatives. Sweet treats, such as cookies or candy. Snacks, such as crackers or juice boxes. A packet of wildflower seeds. Coupons for an experience. Consumables, such as bubbles or sidewalk chalk. Fun necessities, such as berry-flavored toothpaste or cool band-aids. A note saying that a donation has been made to insert charity of your choice, in the guest's name. And a gift card to a local establishment, such as a nice ice cream store or smoothie shop. I would love to make that list longer, but I hate to break it to you. There's not much you can put in a treat bag that is not clutter. So I say save yourself the hassle and show your guests how much you really appreciate them by having your child send each guest a handwritten thank you note the week after the party. This will make your guests feel special and it teaches your kid a valuable life skill that will serve them well into adulthood. I hope this post helps you reimagine the big kid's birthday party without all the clutter. Cheers to less stuff and more you. You just listened to the post titled, How to Throw a Kid's Birthday Party Without All the Clutter, by Rose Lounsbury of roselounsbury.com. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And thank you so much to Rose for this one. Definitely a post that I could imagine is scary to some, both because of how they might feel their kids will react, as well as how they feel their fellow parents might react. And this is a really normal concern to have. But that's also why this pitch of Rose's comes with so many potential benefits. Not only is it great for the minimalist parent, of course, but it's also a fantastic means of running your family your own way, even if it doesn't follow suit with those around you. This type of forging of one's own path is something many of us feel we overcome when we're younger, but you know, it's not always the case. So if Rose's ideas intrigue you, but you feel they'd be a bit too atypical to manage, just remember that this is an opportunity to lean into your individuality as a parent. And not just that, but also a chance to show your kids that they don't have to follow the crowd either, a lesson that will be sure to stay with them into adulthood. To show them this at a young age with proper communication and manageable expectations is really valuable. So that's going to do it for today, folks. 
As always, I thank you for being here, and I hope you enjoyed this second parenting post out of two for the week. And be sure to come on back tomorrow, where we are going to be hearing from the ever-popular Mark and Angel. I hope to see you there, where your optimal life awaits.